Welcome to The Warranty, where we discuss the terms and conditions of the Guaranteed Adventures. I am your host today, Seth, the only one. The only one. The, the other person with me today is... Co-hosting is Tim. Yes, we're so we, here. We wanted to do just a short kind of special episode today. Um, it's just Tim and I. We thought it'd be cool based on some conversations that we've had with some friends. It'd be kind of cool to hear what kind of equipment we use, as well as just our process for editing and production and what it looks like behind the scenes. A um, peek of, behind the screen. Yeah, of making the podcast and getting to what you are hearing now and listening for when we have music and when we our philosophy of how we edit and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, this is something that neither of us have any like super formal training in. And so zero formal zero, training, uh, except for the great university of YouTube. And so yep. it, it has been super like it's been really fun for I know for me, especially to, to just kind of figure stuff out and mm-hmm. learn things kind of as we go. Yeah, we when we first started this podcast, we we have a I would say about 16, 17 episodes of a season that no one has heard. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cloverleaf. Yeah. We, if, you, if you hear us talk about it, like just randomly, that's what it is. It's Cloverleaf. And that, that would was, we kind of got lucky with Rattlestead being something that, that we had to do very last minute because mm-hmm. of just some family and life situation type things. Mm-hmm. And that ended up being so good that we're like, we should just release this. And then we realized, you know what? Cloverleaf was kind of like our practice yeah. season. And so a lot of our bumps and bruises and learning along the way happened in something that you've never heard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And whereas I think a lot of podcasts can vouch for this, like their first couple episodes, it's rough. Like it, yeah. it is rough. And let me tell you, it was rough for us too. <laughs> you just aren't hearing that. Yeah. It was very uh, – like not not just the recording and the equipment that we were using and everything like that, but also just our – uh, chemistry together as a group mm-hmm. was just it was just off like uh, especially for a podcast uh, it just wasn't wasn't fun to listen to and because of that wasn't fun to edit yes. and so yeah and so that was something where Tim was kind of in charge of editing at that point and I mean like you said it just wasn't necessarily enjoyable to edit yeah. and I it, wanted to learn how to edit mm-hmm. and so I edited I think like episode nine of yeah, that yeah. just for fun because we knew that that was going to be a really difficult one. And so I, I learned Final Cut Pro, yeah. which for those out there, that's the Apple um, video editing software because mm-hmm. that's what Tim had been using. Yeah. And so I, I learned that like over a weekend and just started learning through that editing Cloverleaf. And I was like, this is actually fun. I really enjoy it. And I really like the audio aspect. And mm-hmm. Tim's like, hey, if you really enjoy it, you can do it. Just just go for it, man. <laughs> so, But then, you know, with life things, we had to do Rattlestead. And mm-hmm. so I, at that point, had kind of been thinking about, well, what about Logic or what about mm-hmm. GarageBand? Because yeah. isn't that audio? And Specifically for audio, yeah. We recorded the first couple in GarageBand, and then we would transfer those to Final Cut, mm-hmm. where we would do the audio and everything. And it was just creating these massive, massive files. Hey. Like an hour, hour episode was like twenty four gigabytes. Oh man, it was insanely large. And so I was like, "There's got to be a better, better way." And then, yeah, we looked at Logic. Eventually, made the switch, 
and the kind of the rest is history. Mm-hmm. We we are currently pretty much only using Logic, mm-hmm. um, recording, as, editing, everything in Logic now. Yep. Yeah. The reason the reason too, if you are using uh, Final Cut and you're getting like, or if you know you're wanting to do stuff like this for yourself, the reason why Final Cuts things were project files were getting so large was because every time you make a cut and there's uh, effects on that cut, it duplicates those effects. Yeah. Uh, and so every single cut for every single channel had tons. It was just tons of different like yep. gates and EQs and uh, remove things. And so, yeah. Whereas in logic, we have a track that's, mm-hmm. you know, my track and then Tim's track. And I can put EQs in different plugins on yeah. that track and it affects every clip that's in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And final cut was essentially doing that for every single clip and it was just becoming so, so large. I do miss the magnetic timeline though. The magnetic timeline <laughs> is very nice. It's very <laughs> slick. Yeah. But yeah, Tim, I guess what, what kind of uh, equipment are we using um, to record? Yeah. We're pretty much very budget E coming into this while still having some okay, decent sounding stuff. Uh, we've got, Everybody's on Rode Pod mics, and those are about a hundred dollars, maybe a little less. Um, then we just got like boom arms that we're borrowing, uh, so that's helping with the cost quite a bit. Uh, and mm-hmm. I like these pod mics uh, because they are uh, very directional in how they record sound, and so if you point them at the host or at whoever's talking, like everything behind it should be pretty well eliminated, like. And it works pretty well, but they also have a pretty wide range of where they pick up sound. And so if the person's farther away from the mic and we have to turn up the gain, well, then that mic is also catching reflections from the Mm -hmm. room coming back in there. So uh, there's, you know, there's always that kind of struggle and a little bit of that, that balance there. So, yeah, anyone who's done audio editing and audio recording knows that the echo in the room, if you do not have a dead room, it can really make or break the quality of sound that you're you're doing like we can make things sound decent mm-hmm. and there's going to be certain episodes that you might hear that has a little bit different audio quality and that's simply because we had to change locations of where we were recording at that yeah. time but that yeah. that is a priority for for me I'm, I'm not a perfectionist but i have high standards i'm not going to call them unrealistic but i have high <laughs> standards um and so i i really i really want it to sound sound well and yeah you know <laughs> Tim constantly tells me, you know, someone's not going to hear notice that. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to notice that. And so I need, for my own sanity, I need to make sure that we are doing the best we can. Yeah. So. Yeah. For, for like our interfaces to get them into GarageBand, uh, we're and, actually using... In Logic. Sorry, Logic. Yes, in Logic. Uh, we're actually using two different things. Uh, we're using a PreSonos, uh, like a two-channel audio box USB thing. Uh, but then we're also using a Behringer... A Euphoria UMC something, you know, two UMC four zero four HD. Yeah, it's on the other side of the table, so I can't read that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what those are doing, so the the Behringer uh, Euphoria, what that's doing is it's taking four separate inputs mm-hmm. and giving it giving us, uh, you know, those four in Logic. Yep. A lot of things, if they're not saying that it's a I think it's like a USB interface, mm-hmm. then it will only take like a left, right or a one and two and bring them in and kind of sum all the channels, which isn't bad, but for most things, but for podcasts, you really want the control of each person's yeah. audio. Especially for the TTRPG actual play podcast, you really want control over everybody's channel. Yeah. 
where if you were doing a regular podcast, just like what we're doing right now today, like we, in theory, we could just have one thing in summing it and that mm-hmm. would be fine because for the most part, Tim and I are not talking over each other. We're not, you know, we're not yelling. We're not laughing for right. the most part. Yeah. And so it doesn't really matter. But if you're going to have more than two people, you're going to want control over each of those channels. And yeah. again, we are not, we are not <laughs> professionals. These are just things that we have experienced and come up with. Yeah. And just simply because... People have been asking, so here yeah. we're just talking about it. I think, you know, just kind of to cap us off here, the last couple minutes, we we want to talk a little bit just like what that editing process yes. looks. So once we record, we, we tend to batch record, so we try mm-hmm. to get a couple episodes. Our goal is always at least two episodes of something. Yeah, or something that we can split up into two episodes. Correct, yep. And so we we take those, we try to make each of those separate recordings. It's just easier for us to do that. We could, in theory, record for like eight hours and then split those up. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. That's exhausting. <laughs> yep. It, it's kind of, we, we, we like to take breaks. It, it makes yeah. sense for us to just split that up. Um, it's easier for me to uh, transfer things over. So once we take that, you know, I, I kind of take over. And so I will go home at some point and do some editing. And so the one of the first things that I do is I always clip, try to find a f- couple seconds. And by that, I mean like a minute or less of where all of us are talking. And so usually it's the intro. And what I do is I listen to everybody talking. I l- listen to EQ and I've already got preset channels of everything that I like with certain settings about gain, compression, noise gate, de-essers, just your basic stuff. Mm-hmm. And I... Have I have a Tim one? I have a Seth one, and then if we're in another in another place location, I already have another preset thing just to kind of gauge that. But then I am every single episode I'm adjusting slightly, mm-hmm. just a little bit, just because of the humidity and little things that are changing the sound. Right. Or if Tim has a cold that day, mm-hmm. and so just a little bit and like you're that. Talking like this all <laughs> the time. Exactly. <laughs> um, so after I do that, which can take mm, anywhere from. 10 minutes to 30 minutes, just depending on what went on that day. Mm-hmm. Then I will do a thing called remove silence. Now, I'm not sure every DAW, which is like what, um, I can't remember what it actually stands for. It's audio. Digital audio workspace. Thank you. Yep. Um, again, not a professional. <laughs> um, I know certain ones have different things, but what it does is it analyzes the audio. And after below a certain threshold, you set that threshold of audio um, decibel. It will delete that. Now, with Logic, it never fully deletes it, but it it clips. And by I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't say clip because audio clipping is not good. We right. different segments of that audio and gets rid of all the the silence or anything below that threshold. It's basically it basically takes anything of a certain loudness that it recorded and says, "Oh, you don't need this because you've said that this loudness doesn't matter." So. And it's actually digital audio workstation. Sorry, not oh, workspace. There we go. <laughs> so if it, by Tim and me talking, you know, individually here, what you're hearing is me removing that silence of Tim's mic right now. So Tim's mic, you're not hearing anything that is being recorded. But if Tim and I were to start talking together, like this, we would have. It would be two things that you have <laughs> yep, to try and. Exactly. And I'll and heck, I'll even turn on. Tim's mic here so you can just hear what it sounds like even with Tim not even talking it sounds just a little different even with a noise gate and similar to a noise gate and remove silence so remove silence gets rid of that there's zero signal coming in a noise gate is a think of it as a gate that is saying 
hey, above this threshold, I want the signal to be heard. Mm -hmm. And so I use that on top of the remove silence as a way to when, especially during laughing, when we're doing a lot of laughing or if we're having comments or Tim and I are talking over each other, what it's doing, it's, it's allowing just a few milliseconds of, oh, I took a breath and Tim's talking. Tim's sound is not necessarily going to be heard in my mic in that half a second right. or millisecond. And so yeah. it is helping clean up the audio and making sure a couple of the echoes and, you know, if I hit, were to hit the boom here, mm-hmm. that wouldn't come through. Yeah. So I think that's, to me, what makes my little secret sauce. Yeah. And it's taken a lot to get there to mm-hmm. do that, but it's. I think it sounds really good. So yep. you're doing a great job, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no problem. And then, yeah, quickly, it's just going through. I edit as I go. I don't listen to it and then go back and make changes. I'm listening for excessive ums or excessive pauses where there's a lot of silence. You'll notice that when we do a lot of like D&D or other actual plays where or where we are rolling and then counting the damage or calculating what things are, I, I cut those out. It takes like 30 seconds for us to do like calculate damage sometimes and if we actually hit and what actually happened. So it it's it's definitely cleaned up quite a bit. Yeah, we really want to prioritize the the, the listening experience. And again, you know, we are not professionals, but for a little bit we can we know that when we're playing, that takes us out of the experience. And right. we also know that listening, that could also take you out of that experience. And and so that's that's something that we've chosen to take out. Because at the end of the day, one of the things that we want, our goals is to provide a story that is fun to listen to. Yep. And that you can just listen to the story. And yes, we goof off every once in a while and that kind of takes it out <laughs> of the story. Of course. But really like that's because that's what we like in in podcasts that we listen to. We love being able to just hear the story and and follow that yeah and so you know and you know this again isn't by no means a policy that we have it's just and since i'm for the most part the editor um guthrie will also start editing a couple here in the future Mm -hmm. as of right now he's he's learning um and then just kind of help speed up the process but once i'm done editing um i i use markers which is like chapters um and i've talked about that before i create the file, I save it as a zip file and upload it to our uh, Google Drive. And then I send that off to Tim, where then he adds music. Yeah. And then I take uh, the zip file, download it. And this is the best way that we've had to work on it, like so far, because it's the, you know, besides just meeting up somewhere after he's done editing, like, and then transferring the logic file, it just physically, physically, yeah. Which there's been some hiccups with the Google Drive thing, but I think we've got a little bit of a process now. So then I take it and I add uh, the music to it. And so one thing that I started doing with Tower of Lost Magic is I have a library of songs that I've gone. uh, We usually use either Pixabay or Upbeat is another one uh, where you can get just royalty free songs. And we always attribute the creators of those songs in our episode descriptions if you want to see those uh you can look there but i look at those and i see i think okay what is this episode or what is the season kind of going to feel like what's what's the feel that we want to go through that and i meet with the like nathan and i got together and we kind of talked about what's the what the feel of the show is going to be the season kind of a a whimsy mystical happy 
And then I will go and try and find songs, create a library. That way, when I'm listening through, I can just be like, oh, okay, let me just pull this one in instead yep. of going to try and find a song for Every that moment. Every single episode. Yeah. yeah. That's what I did with Maplewood was mm-hmm. I went and I found a song for every episode and tried to do new things. And it just took a lot longer, mostly because of the uh, just going to find the songs. Because yep. there's a lot of stuff out there and it's a lot of it's good, but some of it's not what we need at Correct. the moment. Yeah. There's a lot of different philosophies on how to use music. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's part in telling the story. Mm-hmm. Um, Rattlestead, if you've listened to that. You, there's zero music. We might have a couple, a very few sound effects. Mm-hmm. Um, that was simply me messing around, learning how to edit <laughs> and add things. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, in season two, that was something that Tim and I really wanted to try. It's like, hey, we want to try adding music, but we're going to go for like a minimal aspect. We might have gotten a little bit heavy-handed towards the end towards there. The end, yeah. But that's because Tim and I were getting really excited. Like, oh, but this could be really epic. Like, let's add this song. That's a great moment. Yeah. But we really – any time that we added music, we wanted it to add to the mm-hmm. story, add to the moment, and never distract and take away. Yeah. That was always our goal. And so we – if a music scene – if you hear music loudly, that is us saying, you know what? This music is actually more important than my, what's what, what you're hearing locally or, or trying to impact more yeah. what is happening. It's, it's more – the way I'm thinking about it is it's more – giving you a uh, another audio cue to the emotion that we want to convey through this scene. Yep. And so um, sometimes it's like super happy. Sometimes it's it's a little bit more like reflective or, or sad or meaningful, or maybe it's building in mm-hmm. energy. So in yeah. season three, we're also adding a few more ambient noises yes. as well. Crowd chatters, birds. I guess we did, we did a little bit with Maplewood too. Yeah. And that's, that's simply just to kind of, evoke your mind into here's where they are again that was something that tim and i really kind of hashed out and and we went back and forth like there was a lot of passing those files back and forth to each other yeah um of figuring out volume level and and then fading in fading out because we never unless it was very extremely intentional like Mm -hmm. for a funny moment we didn't want you to be like wait the music stopped. That was weird. Yeah. Or, oh, the music's starting. Yeah. And you might hear the music starting, but we didn't want you to, like, stop listening and go consciously, there's music playing. There's music. Let me listen to this music instead of the story. Like we said before, is we're trying to help the story as much as possible. And, again, we aren't perfect, but that is that is our intention. We, yeah. we That's what we try to do, and we think it's been helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. If, if you really like what we're doing with music, one of the things that Tim and I have kind of thrown out there is what if we re-edited – rattle said with music yeah like just to see what it sound like but some kind of more like a like a western feel with that music yeah. and everything and so we would I have to be, be extremely caught up in a head for us to want to do that but <laughs> so if that comes out anytime you'll know that we were caught up in a head <laughs> exactly um tim is there anything else you want to say uh i don't think so i just super appreciate like our listeners and everything too because yeah. this has grown beyond what we could have what we imagined in the first year yeah. like this has been so much fun to see uh like our the listener numbers increase and just the engagement that we're getting on social media and just through friends that we know yeah so thank you for listening yeah as of right now where tim and i are recording in july of 2023 
we just hit 3,000 downloads. And that is something that we... We thought maybe we'd get like 500 in the first year. Like yep. maybe our our family would listen to it and yep. that's it. But Yeah, the fact that others out there are listening that we don't know personally outside mm-hmm. of the social media sphere or through a friend yeah. is humbling. Yeah. It's exciting. And we want to we want to share that with you. Um mm-hmm. We, we, yeah, we want to share that experience with you. So if, if you if you like this, if you like to know kind of a little bit more behind the scenes, let us know. Like, truly. Yeah. I, I know I've said that in the past. <laughs> but, like, truly, if that is something that you really – you like hearing these things, like, that's what we want to know. Or vice versa. If you're like, no, I, I don't particularly like listening to these things, <laughs> like, also let us know. Any feedback is good. Yeah. It helps us. Because it, it sometimes feels like we're sending our voices out to the void, and we have three thousand downloads. So I know people are listening. <laughs> I know people are listening. Yeah, but it's it's always nice to get that feedback. And and there are people who kind of text us and tell us right. some things. But we yeah. would love to hear from the people that we don't necessarily know as well. Yeah, um, we love great. your opinions. And I can't guarantee we're going to listen to you. And right. Follow follow <laughs> that advice. I can't guarantee that, but but we will absolutely read it and think about it. Yeah, that's for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, listening to this very special episode of The Warranty, where we talked about the terms and conditions of your guaranteed adventure. That's right. I've been Seth. Today, the important Seth. Today, yes. The only Seth, the important Seth. Yeah. The Seth. And I'm Tim. Just Tim. Yeah. Uh, You guys will uh, hear just a regular episode um, coming up. This is just, again, just kind of a special episode. So on uh, the following Monday, you should hear another episode of Tower of Lost Magic. Thanks.